Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Can't be asked to wait for it to get going, to be honest. I'm Pete. I'm joined by Luke Moore. Zim Zimmer, who got the keys to my Bimmer? Or, excuse me, do you have the keys to my BMW? The Valet. The have you ever used a valet? I don't like it. I don't like it. No, I haven't. I mean, not. I've never used a valet because I can't drive, so... No, you don't need to. Yeah, I don't think push bike valets exist, to be honest. You've got no reason to have one, have you? Oh, I tell you what, cycling's uh, hard on the old bum-bum, innit? You still... Um... I don't do I do not do a lot of cycling, but uh, the bum-bum hurty hurts. I've written some notes for this for this show. Oh, fuck you. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've just got one. I've just, oh, re- I've just realised I've got one here under what? a... That's, that's outrageous, what? Peter. What? Don't say that again. <laughs> Um, that's beyond the pale okay as we get older that gets less and less funny um, one of these notes I've got here is just I've just written fireworks are they pointless yes they are yeah they t- are t- 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 I've, I'm so pleased I missed the firework uh, night the firework night um, is it tonight no wait have I missed it no Shit. you haven't missed it yeah it's last week it's early, early, no, it's today early this week 5th of November. This is a Thursday show, you fucking idiot. Oh, yeah. For Sorry, it's early. Sake. I forgot the conceit. Well, we always we, people know we record early. Yeah, but you don't have to make it front and centre of the entire operation, oh. do you? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, now I'm annoyed. I haven't, I haven't missed it. You know, like when... we chucking bangers you know, all down like, my street. Back in Victorian times, And that's times, right? a weird thing for all Cotton Street. When, when, back in Victorian times, where they had, like, working servants and stuff. <laughs> yeah, everyone knew they had servants. I didn't put them out front and centre. <laughs> I go, oh, I'm working really hard here, and I'm not getting any fucking money, and I live in a shithole. It doesn't happen. Happen. Right. So hide Why it by, you... because we're British. Hide it from plain view. Right. Let's all move on with in our lives workings. and pretend that everything's fine. No, because I'll fuck it. I'll press the wrong button in a bit, exactly. and then the inner workings will become the outer workings. We've got to talk about that later, and as we'll, we'll be like a fucking Taurus knot of nonsense. Yeah. Fireworks. <laughs> right. Kaboom! Give me one good thing about fireworks. Uh. Uh, it keeps the Chinese economy afloat. Does it though? I don't know. It Probably doesn't. Make does it? A lot of them. Probably Me- doesn't. Mex- does it? I imagine uh, illegal Mexican fireworks quite fun. But the I big, think I've just got safer, haven't they? The only reason it's kept Jean Michel Jarre's PRS fucking money floating in. I know that. Do 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 do. Oxygen. Do 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 do. That's the fun bit, isn't it? Yeah, that's the best bit. I just want to put it out there and say, I just want to put it out there and say that fireworks, right? Yeah. Once you've seen a few of them, you've seen them all. Seen them all, right? You have to. They're expensive. 
right? <laughs> and they're a fucking waste of money. Yeah. Three, they're horrendous for any sort of animal yeah. who thinks they're terrifying. Yeah. The amount of rigmarole I have to go through. My my friend with Explain my two cats. To your cats. My my friends had to take his dog away for the weekend. This weekend just gone because the dog goes so crazy about fireworks. I just cannot deal with it. anymore. I don't like that. That's and sad. even worse than that, they are awful for people with post traumatic stress disorder, right. veterans of of wars, and yeah. people who've been in the military. Well, maybe we shouldn't have fucking wars. Let's cut this off at the source, big boy. Is it easier to ban fireworks though? <laughs> Do both. I'm happy with both. Our, our mortars like fireworks. Yes. Ban everything. Or we could send the pets to war so they get used to it. Exactly. Well, they tried that, didn't they? Didn't German, uh, didn't Hitler decide to have some dog yeah. army? Didn't he like dogs as well? There was talk of putting spikes on the back of dogs to run them under the horses. And then I think then in the Second World War, didn't they have dog bomb dogs to blow bomb up dogs. tanks? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I think that was actually featured on the Luke and Pete Shaw episode. Seven, yeah, or way back in the day. Yeah, um, well, but yeah, that, when we were upsetting I, I, old men on YouTube channels. You're still, you are still doing that. Yeah, I just wanted to um, to mention it, and and also recently, um, well, we have to come onto this actually because we, we talked, we promised it on Monday. Right. I, I went to go and see the Mouse Trap, which is really good. Anyway, um, the Peter, horse did it. But di- oh, you're giving it away now. <laughs> um, tell us about this 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 story you promised us on Monday. Which was about you said the, the mystery of the colonel or something like that. What was Strap it? Strap yourself in. I'm not very good at telling stories. Anyone who's listened to any of these shows <laughs> will know. So I've luckily someone's written a Wikipedia about it. What do you give yourself out of ten for storytelling? Oh, two. I start in the middle and end outside. It's a it's like a hedge maze of words and nouns and oh Jesus, I'm a mess. I don't know why anybody <laughs> listens to me. Um, the curse of the colonel. Kanaru Sanderson Nod Noroi. That was a poor start. <laughs> Uh, it's a bit of an urban legend, but it certainly happened part of it anyway. Um, the Kansai-based Hanshin Tigers baseball team. Did you find this out when you went to Japan? Yes. Okay, a right. man told me all about you it, and it. it's fascinating. <laughs> um, the curse is said to be placed on the team because of the colonel's anger over the treatment of one of his storefront statues. Now, in Japan, outside every KFC Luke Miller, there is a almost life-sized uh, representation, statue, if you will, of the colonel. It's a little bit upsetting. It's a bit weird. His glasses look too real and his face looks too fake. It's a little bit weird. It's just like part of the furniture. It's just part of the furniture. KFC is a massive thing. It's what they eat on Christmas Day. It's just part of their society. The Japanese eat KFC on Christmas Day. Yeah, standard. They, they, well, most of them eat KFC. It's, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. I think. Right. Um, and uh, basically, back in the day... Um, the Dotonbori River dominates Osaka. It's like it's like the middle of the, the entertainment district. It's where everybody goes to party. It's just it's huge. It's where everything happens. Right. L- lights and it's all it's like their Piccadilly Circus. And um, every year when the Hanshin uh, Tigers um, won the the, the, the baseball, um, everyone would sort of line up up and down the uh, the river and basically. Um, they just celebrate the fact that uh, the Hanshin Tigers, who went on like a massive uh, winning run throughout the 80s and 90s, um, they, they celebrated uh, the win every time they, they they did something amazing. Right. And <clears throat> part of it was, and I think this is right, I'm, I'm not going to go to the Wikipedia, I'll go, in, I'll go into memory mode, so let's see how this oh, one goes. Good, okay. <laughs> um, they would shout out the names of uh, everybody on the roster. And so they'd shout out the first player and the second player and the third player. And, every, and each time, one person would jump in the river that looked like that person who was on the baseball team. Okay. The problem is, at one point, it got to uh, an American guy who was, uh, who was out there playing baseball. Because obviously, you know, if you're not good enough for the, for the American League, you, you, go, you go to Japan. Yeah. Because it's the second biggest. Sure. Or third biggest. And 
and there wasn't an American lining the river. So there was no one who looked like an American dude to jump into the river. I can so, see where this is going. So a, a load of a, a, a gang, a gaggle, if you will, uh, grabbed a storefront at KFC, Colonel Sanders, and threw him in the river. Mm. And um, they never found it. Right. And the Tigers went on to lose every like big kind of main kind of you know win they went to finals and stuff and they lost and they just had a terrible run of luck for years and years and years um divers went out looking for this uh colonel because they said this curse uh was basically um giving the, the, the hanshin tigers such bad luck and uh i, I think a kid died d- diving down trying to find this uh this, this right. colonel sanders um they found it eventually right uh it looks like this uh, when they pulled him out uh. Okay, yeah, it looks a bit no, worse for wear. Still got his shirt and tie on, though. Still got, still got his, uh, his uh, tie yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, and uh, basically, um, they, they dragged it out, and uh, they were going to actually sort of give it back to the, um, the the KFC that was there, but it actually yeah. moved premises. I mean, nobody wants to see that outside. No. Like, if you've got a really good rating for your hygiene uh, standards in your, in your, in your KFC, yeah. you don't want a, 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 a basically a, a busted up, dragged out of the river, um, you know, aged Colonel Sanders. So... Since they recovered the statue, has the curse been broken? No. Right. Because he's missing his hand and his original spectacles. Ah. So they need to find the hand and they need to find the well, spectacles. They're, Obviously, they're needle in and trouble, stuff, they? yeah, they're in yeah. big trouble. Uh, but I just like the fact that um, everybody believes that the reason why the Hanshin Tigers are a bit shit now, uh, they're, uh, it's, it's, it's like the uh, Boston Red Sox and their yeah, curse. Yeah, I was going to say that. Mm. It's, I don't know what it is. I know sports people can be very superstitious anyway, mm. but I don't know what it is about baseball. But there's about six different superstitions around baseball. The back, curse of the Bambino um, around the, the Boston Red Sox is obviously the famous one. But I looked it up a second ago when you were talking about this. Curse of the Billy Goat around the Chicago Cubs. Curse of the Black Sox mm. around the Chicago White Sox. Curse of, the, of uh, Rocky Colavito, a superstition around the Cleveland Indians. And Curse of Coogan's Bluff, a superstition surrounding the San Francisco Giants. So Eusebio's um, uh, lot, <laughs> wasn't, wasn't there? Wasn't there? Wasn't there? Ah, didn't somebody curse? Didn't somebody say you're never going to win in Europe again? Oh, that was the curse of uh, Bella Gutman. That's it. Yeah, it was Portuguese. I think it was around Benfica. But Mm. but um, I wonder though, the psychology of this is actually quite interesting because, of course, you you wouldn't you wouldn't put any scientific basis for any of these sorts of things. Mm. But as soon as the players, the people involved, know about it, you wonder if it affects them even in a subconscious kind of way or a psychological way, which means they unwittingly contribute to it. You know? Yeah. And Weird. They, but they've installed a bridge um, so that it makes it harder to jump in the river. Right. <laughs> in just People... on the off chance that the Hanshin Tigers win again, which they haven't to the day, to this very day. Ooh. Ooh. Spooky little KFC man. Did you, did you? Um, I mean, presumably you didn't make an attempt to become a hero of that town and go and Imagine find the had, hand. Though, That'd be brilliant. Just dived in. Put your own glasses Instantly on. <laughs> Muddy your own glasses up. They're not, they're not that dissimilar. That's the most creepy thing about the KFC uh, colonels. And indeed your dress set. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of style have you got? I'd say it's Colonel Sanders chic, really. Yeah. Colonel Sanders circa 1980s. I, don't, I have got a white suit. I haven't got one of those little ties. That, I haven't got one of his fancy a ties. A Kentucky though. necktie. Kentucky necktie. My friend Tommy wore one of those to my wedding. He looked bloody brilliant. <laughs> did it? Yeah, he looked did great. He really? Yeah. yeah, he did, yeah. Well, how, does, how do you accept his affectations? You don't accept mine. No, because I think he's a genuine. Uh, yeah, I think he genuinely how is. How that even gen- what he genuinely is? An American. No, he just he just American. thought it looked good on him. He wanted to wear it. He wore it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Well, it doesn't, show off, it doesn't show off about it on social same, media. Same with the tattoo. 
you keep you said this on the ramble. You said you know more about my life as a via social media. The only time I ever post anything on Instagram yeah. is when I'm on holiday. And even then, only on Instagram stories. Mission accomplished. So Just really checking does. you were listening to the ramble <laughs> <laughs> while you're away. Right, let's have a little break. Hit come the back. New game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's have a new, little break and come back with some emails from you guys listening at home or wherever you are, really. Piss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. She's going to report me for saying bugger, you know. Oh, just wait till I see your mother. You're in real trouble. Oh, I say, well, if you're going to go and see her, then tell her this bugger-shaped fuck she fucking sphincter. <laughs> The best bit's the end. Sphincter. Never gets boring, does it? Fucking sphincter! <laughs> um, I would like to start with this email, Peter. I think you'll enjoy it. From, and, and I understand that because you're, you're a little bit behind still because you've not been long back from Japan. So I'm, I'm trying to help you out here. <laughs> I'm very jet-lagged. <laughs> this is from a guy called Greg who says, Morning, gents. Uh, I just wanted to bring to your attention the killer clowns of Glasgow and Lanarkshire in the early 90s. And oh, I want yeah. to find out if it was true or just a localised urban legend. Do you know about this? I've heard like that the, every every like seven years or something, clowns will just turn up and be spotted being horrible. Well, according to Greg, he says, anyone in their 30s like me um, that was schooled in the west of Scotland will remember this and can possibly back me up as there is next to nothing besides a smattering of Facebook or blog posts on the matter. Apparently an, abdu- an abduction took place, but again, I have no evidence. Rumours swirled from town to town about two men dressed as clowns driving around in a blue transit van who would offer kids sweets and then either abduct them or supply, the sweets, um, supply them with sweets uh, that were filled with glass or petrol. Um, how? Well, steady. I don't know how to do that. I, was, I mean, it would have to be... Uh, okay. Imagine a hall souda 
and you suck it with the liquid center, but the liquid center is actually petrol. Yeah, but how much is that going to? You're not getting that much petrol in it. It'd have to be a, a large whole suit to give you, you enough petrol. You need a lot of manufacturing technique for that. As yeah, well, exactly. You know? Too much trouble. Yeah, I don't think. I think we can rule out you petrol. Could, you could like soak a marshmallow in petrol. Apparently, but apparently, Pete, this this reached fever pitch. And put them it, on sticks and do some poi. Don't warm them on the fire. I <laughs> uh, <laughs> went up like a fucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently it reached fever pitch to the extent that the school assemblies in the area were held um, to warn p- kids to stay clear and be vigilant the thing is everyone drove a blue transit van around Lancashire in the 80s and 90s so it was difficult <laughs> did this happen anywhere else in the UK does it have any credibility or was it too coincident uh, coincident Sorry, was it too coincidentally around the time of Tim Curry's Pennywise in It? Massively, massively. Yeah. This guy's blog post has a bit more detail. I've read it and it's got a bit on there. But I'd like to know if other people were aware of this. And then, Pete, whether you, obviously you grew up in Hartlepool, not that near there. I've never but, dressed as a clown, no. Which is the only fucking thing you haven't. <laughs> clown, was it a clown incident or yeah. a coincidence? Could be, yeah. Could be either of those mm. things. What do you think about that, Donny? Um, I think... Um, I don't think people give clowns enough respect. I, I think yeah. um, I think it's a really easy and lazy trope to have clowns as scary, creepy uh, things. I, I think um, the art of clowning uh, is a long uh, and um, a, a historical um, art form that should be respected a little more. What are you talking about? I just think people don't give respect. I just think it's a horror movie trope that's just lazy. But like, no one clowns. Oh, I'm scared of clowns. Fucking grow up then. I once saw a TV show. Uh, it was a, one of these sort of trashy reality shows, mm. I suppose, about people with phobias. <clears throat> and it, and it, I remember watching it years and years ago and it really gave me a good insight into the difference between something you're not that keen on or you're mm. a bit scared of and mm. an actual phobia. Mm. And there's a woman on there who was phobic of clowns. Mm. And it, and it's easy just to sort of start watching the show and realise the premise and go, oh yeah, well, I mean, you know, she's scared of clowns, so what? She, you know, get over it or whatever. Mm. Um, but they, this guy was the whole point of the program was this guy was trying to help her get over her phobia, and I'll, I'll try and dig up the clip and share it on 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 the Twitter or whatever. But uh, he part of the process was he sat her in this room mm. with loads of other people, like normal people, mm. uh, not that she's abnormal, but people not dressed as clowns, yeah. you know, normally dressed people. <laughs> and and uh, uh, please come in this room. Is yeah. there going to be anybody dressed like a clown? Yeah, no. But the point was she was supposed to be in a relaxed environment surrounded by people so she felt safe because of ah. course they want to isolate her with a clown because she's phobic of clowns yeah. right so anyway they did that and she sat there drinking a glass of water or whatever just chatting away I think that's too creepy well this is the thing that's more creepy he, so you know a clown's going to appear yeah at some but the point. guy will say that at one point I'm going to introduce a clown right and um and of course he did, and it was the most innocuously dressed clown you could ever think of. It wasn't. There was, it was nothing like a business to... suit. But mate, she honestly—it's it's not funny at all to see a human being in that level of distress. Right. She was in absolute pieces, like hyperventilating, shaking, yeah. trying literally trying to climb up the walls, right? Because she was so phobic. And he was saying, "This is the worst case I've ever seen." And honestly, and the clown just screamed, "I'm gonna fuck you up." Next time you say a throwaway, yeah, he pulled, he brings out a carving knife. No, no. But next time you you throw away a comment about how you're scared of clowns or whatever, think of that woman because she was te- it was a deeply held, rooted psychological issue. But and that's what a phobia is compared to a seen, fear. But you've seen people also who are genuinely phobic of shit like eggs. Yeah, or, it's like you and planning. Yeah, <laughs> getting to places on time, yeah. wearing correct clothing. Did you just mention eggs? Eggs. I've yeah. seen people who are like scared of eggs and stuff. Where's that come from? They are so scared of who? eggs. 
egg phobic. So people are scared. There's lots of people who are scared of everything. Well, have that reaction Gone that I've just described yeah, there yeah, with the genuine crowd. Genuine So they walk genuine, in, there's an egg on the side, yeah. and that's it. There's a lot. Yeah. I mean, what do they think's gonna happen? Exactly. Anything. Anything would jump out. To be honest, aliens. Would it count if it was a Kinder egg? <laughs> Is it anything egg shaped? Fucking. Cr- it's, it's another crazy crocker. Yeah. Fucking hate those bastards. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you want a quick Ben Carter, Luke Moore? Are you? Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Okay. We've not done one for bloody yonks. Sure. Let there be justice for all. Let there be peace for all. It's one small step for man. You don't understand. Willie was a sales. He was a clown! <laughs> Say simply, very simply, with hope, good morning. Ah, you were waiting for a little noise, weren't you? No. No. Waiting for you uh, to just... Promise what? Deliver what you promised. What you promised. Yeah. You gotta finish what you started. What is that? I used to sing that one as a child. It must Don't be a know. song. Um, anyway, Doctor Andy. Hello, Doctor Andy. Giving it the big one, being a doctor and that. Hello, gents. Apparently, it's Gladys Knight and the Pips. Oh, is it? Yeah. There you you go. gotta finish what you started. Um, hello, gents. Uh, thanks for all your wonderful content over the years, making the daily commute very enjoyable. He's a doctor. He's, he needs to have more lofty ambitions about how he spends his time. Um, as a thank you, I'd like to share a possible entry to the lesser spotted Men Carter. Yeah, why, did back, you, why did you stop doing Men Carter? <clears throat> Listeners. Okay. Well, I've just brought you, I brought you an all. I could have got you. I could have put Castle of the Carnal as a Men Carter. Lazy Town. Lazy Town. Population Pete. Uh, the man in question. Is uh, one Frank Selak, someone I'm sure you've never heard of, yet he's renowned as either the luckiest or unluckiest man alive. I can't re- quite recall why he was bo- brought to my attention, but it has laid dormant in my brain for many years now. He's reported to have had up to seven near-death experiences in his event- eventful life. Huh. Wow. Starting in 1962. This is like the guy who got hit by lightning seven times. Remember mm. him? Um, Eventually committed suicide. They do that in... Uh... He was like a park ranger. In the uh, recent from Mission Impossible film, right, uh, <laughs> which you haven't seen the end of. No, I still don't know. Could you? Um, could you? Could you volunteer to stay on the plane? Do you think to finish the movie? I mean, it just kept going, so I could have just went. Oh, I'm still looking for my passport. Oh, I can't find my passport. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's falling yeah. in the chair. Why have you got your headphones in? Don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, basically, starting in 1962. Aged 53. So he'd only got to that uh, ripe old age of 53. He's probably thinking him. to himself, I'm setting my ways these days. Yeah. None of this stuff happens to me. I'm 52. <laughs> well, how old was he? 53. 53. 53. Sa- so Salek was uh, riding a train through his homeland of Croatia, very general, uh, when the train d- derailed into a freezing river. During this unfortunate tragedy, uh, 17 people perished, uh, but Salek uh, escaped with only a broken arm and hypothermia. The next year, during his first plane ride to uh, visit a poorly mother, his poorly mother, uh, must have heard the reports that uh, it's a surface form of travel. He was blown out of a malfunctioning door whilst in mid-descent. Luckily, he landed what? on a... What? On a plane? He landed on a, on a haystack, sparing his life. Nine, what? On a haystack. I heard you. I just on can't believe it. I just can't believe it. I can't it. believe it. Goodness um, me. 19 people were killed in the crash. I've not Googled this book. It could be I'm talking absolute dog shit, Doctor. But there you go. <laughs> um, further misfortune uh, befell him three years later uh, when perhaps thinking the bus would be safer. It wasn't. This particular trip took a turn for the worse when the transport skidded off the road into a river. Four passengers sadly drowned, but Salek uh, escaped with only cuts and bruises. At this point, he's on, been on two pieces of transport and ended up in a river. Yeah. He's got to respond tell people when he gets on yeah. things after this dressed like a clown everyone would leave <laughs> yeah. um, 
when he finally abandoned the perils of public transport and took to driving himself, which kept him safe up to the year of uh, 1970, uh, his car caught fire as he was driving and he managed to get to safety just before the vehicle exploded. Three years later, he again faced jeopardy at the wheel when a malfunctioning fuel pump leaked and caught fire, causing flames to shoot from the air vents, burning his air off. Wow. That wasn't enough. Thinking he was safe from public transport in 1995, in 66. He was hit by a bus in Zagreb, uh, escaping with minor injuries. Finally, a year later, uh, whilst driving up the side of a mountain, he was forced to take evasive action uh, when a UN truck coming the other way forced him to swerve into the guardrail and off the mountain. Fortunately, I think, he wasn't wearing a seatbelt. I mean, why would you, basically? He can't die. Yeah. <laughs> is, this the, is, this the, is this the plot to the Bruce Willis film Unbreakable? <laughs> he was ejected from the car when the door flew open. Thankfully, he managed to grab onto a tree. It's like a cartoon. And enjoy a front row seat to his car's plummet uh, 90 metres down yeah. to the bottom of a gorge. To add to his extravagant life... A massive anvil fell on his head. Get this, he's been married five times and won the lottery in 2003. Bullshit, Dr. That didn't happen. I'm not You've gone too far there. Fuck off. You're not not that major who won a million pounds by cheating on... uh, Not having this. ...who who wants to be a millionaire. You've gone too close to the sun. I don't know how many of these tall tales are true. Indeed, there is a vast amount of scepticism discerning many of his stories, not least his perilous plane journey. Uh, But what I do know is that I will not be getting into any vehicle within a a one-mile radius of uh, Frayn Salek. Dr. Icarus. Salek. You've flown way too close to the sun with yeah, that nonsense. Messing about. I'm a doctor and I've worked in... Uh, oh, sugar, sugar. Andy. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I'm a doctor and I've worked in various specialities, mostly in A&E over the past few years, which leaves you with some odd stories to accompany your lack of sleep or social life. So there we go. Right. Uh, if you don't read out my uh, last name, I will share some of those stories. Oh, is he so looking forward to that. Okay, good. So yeah. he's going to do that in the future. Yes, okay, thank fantastic. you, Dr. Andy. You do best. What do, you, what do you make of that, Pete? I mean, is, have you, what's the closest you've come to a sort of transport-related death? I, t- I told you when I was on a plane once, mm. a... Um, Drunk one. A woman tried to open the door. Yeah. Yeah, and the US Marshals came on when we landed. Um, I was in a tra- I was flight to... Uh, it might have been a ramble trip, actually, going back to Luton. Uh, and we were circ- uh, and we were about to were land. Were you on a different flight to me? I didn't fly to Luton, did I? Uh, we weren't on the I same flight, were we? No, I was I was on a, on a flight by myself. Oh, right. I had to go early because I got to work. Um, and the, and the, it was coming down and um, the pilot had to go from like 10% engine to 100% engine because he was about to land on a runway that, a that, had, a, term? that had a plane on it. And he, he, and he came over and he went, I'm now going from 10% engine <laughs> to 100% went, engine. Thrusters, go! <laughs> well, and, so you had to and c- left abort my, the landing, basically. Left my arse on the, uh, on the uh, floor. How scared were you? Well, fucking... I, I was I was texting people. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you didn't text me. I was te- <laughs> saying, could you get someone else to do the show on Monday? <laughs> <laughs> Might be dead soon. But yeah. that, was, that was horrible. I can't remember, to be honest. I've, I've not had many. Um, I've not had many. I'm usually driven rather than driving myself. Yeah, that's true. The, yeah. the day I get behind a wheel myself. And your oh, car, the car you get driven around, that's so bulletproof, people. isn't it? I'm going to roll so many people into a river. Well, if you have had a near-death experience or anything else of interest in, in that in that area, it's hello at Luke and Pete show. Dot com, but thanks don't for that, say like Dr. hepatitis Andy. or anything. No, don't say don't that. Don't say that. No, no. Um, I've got an email I'd like to finish off with, Pete, if it's all the all same right. to you. It's from Mike, and I think you'll really enjoy it. He's included some pictures, so he's not making this up. Right. He says, following on from your stories about foods you remember from your childhood. I don't know what episode that, that was. It could have been any of them. Does anyone remember uh, Mummy's Milk? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mummy's White says, Milk. I have a weird one from my time at secondary school. He said, we had a tuck shop. Uh, vending machines and lunch hall which offered your standard treats and snacks to keep you going throughout mm-hmm. the day there was a brief period however when all of the bu- above started serving Ribena in cartons that were either hot 
with ah on the carton right. or cold with ooh on the carton. <laughs> Ribena released a limited edition hot and cold version of their drink, but they were not heated up or cooled down before consumption. They were straight out of the carton and left the desired effect in your mouth. Oh, like a spicy like Ribena. Chemically. Because people have hot Ribena or hot Vimto, don't yeah, they? Yeah, it's not that. It's not that. Uh, he said, since leaving school, I have many friends that didn't attend my school. Uh, whenever I reference these drinks, people think I'm mad and I've made the whole thing up. I do not remember seeing them anywhere but in my school, but I've attached an image from the from Google and I've found um, references it on there. I'm hoping between the two of you and the listeners, we can find someone else to back up my story and confirm whether we were the only kids in the UK that had these drinks. There was an argon and a ooh, and there was, an ad, there was a TV advert, in fact. Um, a menthol-enhanced Ribena ooh and a spicy ginger-peppered Ribena arg. That must be the 90s where people had those mad ideas about stuff. Like, cocaine. <laughs> can you remember? People was on cocaine. Can you remember those? No, God no. Because I don't remember sort of, I remember making hot Vimto. I can't remember ever, ever making hot Ribena. And to be honest, if, you, if you're putting a, 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 a foil-lined plastic container of Ribena in a microwave to heat it up, you're in a world of trouble, baby. Well, you, you don't want to do that, are you? Some people might. What a tetra pack with yeah, foil? Tetra pack, a tetra pack with foil line. Come on, the guy who owns um, fucking about the, the tetra pack family are like the wealthiest, one of the wealthiest families in the world, aren't they? Well, they should be, mate. They've uh, made some great packages. They've made that. They've nailed that down massively. <laughs> nailed that down, like. But you, so you don't remember? You don't no. remember any of that stuff? What, what sort of food do you remember having from when you were at school? Uh, well, the people who run tetra pack are worth eleven point five billion. That's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of money. Um, do you remember anything sort of similar to that? We had this thing called Vitamax. Do you remember that? Did you have that? That sounds like a supplement that yeah, Ill, well, it was it was had. like it was like a slush puppy, right? But it was like marketing it. it market, thinking about it now, it's health like, slush. It was like bright colours, so it can't have been healthy, right? But I think it marketed it itself to have sort of you know vitamins and stuff in it as well. Mm. Did you have that? No, I've, I've spoken at length about the uh, Nemesis uh, drink that was both licorice flavoured and blackcurrant flavoured, and it was limited edition because it was um, uh, the Alton Towers Nemesis ride. Tie-in. Yeah, you have mentioned that. And I, uh, I don't remember week, that at all. Not a, genuinely not a week that goes by that I don't think about it. I've never been to Alton Towers. See, See you later. later. We'll be back next week. <laughs> not that. <laughs> You've done your own good work there. Pete Dawson. You want to get in touch with the show? Hello at lookingpeteshow.com and for crying out loud, give us a review on iTunes. For some fucking reason, it's important and it, it helps us out immensely. Do you want us to have to go and get proper jobs? Don't answer that. Just get, leave a review for fuck's sake. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.